about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. And good morning. Welcome into a uh, football Friday edition of game time. I'm a little perplexed. We're going to go around the horn first and check in. Uh, Stretch, how you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you today? We're all right. We're all right. Garrett, how are you, sir? I'm good. Garrett is – okay, so we tonight we have the Dodgers and the Rays. Right. And my man Garrett is sporting a Cincinnati Reds cap. Okay, it, 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 set, the, it set the outfit off. You had to go with the flow. Ah, that, so he's wearing a red – A uh, no, excuse me. He's wearing a scarlet – uh, ESPN polo today. Yeah. And, and so, therefore, he has to sport the Scarlet Cincinnati Reds new Chapeau. era new era ball cap. Got to coordinate. Look good, feel good. I See, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that your cap had to match your shirt. No, every, all my hats match all my outfits every time I come in here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not that I've ever paid attention <laughs> to that, but now, see, now I don't think I can help it now. I'm going to I'm gonna start yeah. – <laughs> Tom, don't you don't you know he's one of those gur animals guys where you match the little <laughs> match the little bears to hey, see if the outfit goes together. You get the snails, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my! You know, it never crossed my mind that Garrett's matching. He's color coordinating caps to yep. shirts. But so now, every time, I, I, even I, I don't want to do it. But now I'm gonna I'm gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, Susie hits the door. I'm gonna go. Okay, but so. Holy smokes. Anyway, uh, Stretch, we, we thought you were going to come make an appearance with us last night, but you chose to go eat catfish or something. I don't know. <laughs> Watch a debate. I don't know. Watch Appalachian State and Arkansas State. I, what did you do? Uh, you know what? I, I hunkered in and I watched the Eagles barely beat the Giants, who just absolutely gave the football game away. I flipped over and watched a little bit of the debate, which just I, – it's – every time I, I – I don't even know how to – I don't get stumped for words very often, but I watch that debate, and I'm thinking, what in the wide world of sports is going on here, and how can you <laughs> even <laughs> remotely think about – you're not going to draw me off sides. I feel you, Stretch. But but um, but but then I I flipped back and watched the uh, I watched the end of the football game, which it really was. It was it was an entertaining football game. But uh, no, I I, I I didn't mean to not show up for you guys. And and certainly if if I had it all knowing what I know now, and if I had it to do all over again, I I should have showed up over there. It would have been more productive. I can promise you that. Yeah, uh, you know, it was a fun football game, I'll tell you that, uh, and an entertaining football game. The last couple of games that Midway's played against South Grand Prairie and now against uh, Mansfield have been very entertaining football games. However, they come up on the short end of the stick and and, and lose 28-24 in that district opener. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. It It's still, for me, it was – I'm not – and I understand why you have to do it. When there's so many schools and so many stadiums, uh, Clean ISD has to do it. Uh, Mansfield ISD. There's several of these multi-school uh, ISDs that have to. They have to do Thursday night games. I mean, I get it, but it it was just strange. It just didn't feel like football Friday because it was football Thursday. 
Right. And, and, so today, does today feel more like a football Friday because you announced the game last night? No, it feels like the, Saturday. Does it feel le- right? Right. That's what I was going to say. If it, does it feel like a, a a weekend day because you spent you know you spent your night last night announcing what normally should be a Friday night football experience? So it it's just different. I mean, it's the whole thing's just different. So I can't wait till next Friday night when uh, Midway and Waco High hook up, uh, and and it all kind of comes back together. We we got to get it all back. To, it, it, I'm a structure kind of guy. I mean, ooh boy, you're singing <clears throat> to the choir when you talk to me. I, mean, I, I, I am definitely a structure. Leave things in place. I don't want anything different. I want to know exactly where. Everything, when I come in this office, I know where everything is. I know where I need to go. I know where stuff is in my car. I know how to lift the console. I know where everything, and boy, if one thing is out of place, I mean, it throws me completely out of sorts. I took, so I get it. I took the, I took, a, and we had a little package of cookies that was kind of in our little, our little meal package last night. Well, I didn't eat those cookies until I got home late last night, and it doesn't everybody. So I had, but I had to take the cookie package out to the out to the trash on the street because today's trash day. Okay, I couldn't have it in my trash can at the house because on Fridays I have an empty trash bag in 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 in, in the kitchen. So if I would have put the cookie wrapper in there, I would have been starting the week the the Friday off wrong because it would. So I had to I one wrapper would have stumped you. Absolutely. So at midnight, I'm taking the tra- I'm taking the wrapper out to the street. That's how, you know. And I can tell you what day is laundry day. I mean, all that stuff. I mean, it's it's I I don't like coloring outside the lines. I mean, it's uh, that's just <laughs> nothing like a paint by number guy. Garrett. I'm, I'm Speaking of that, I'm you, telling you. you, you <laughs> and, and you know, and this is like the third week in. Oh, it uh, the bottom just dropped out here at the old radio station. I knew it would, uh, but uh, this is like last night because of the football game. Garrett and I again did not get to go up on uh, Mount Rush Robinson, and so we've got to get back into that into that twenty mile bike ride. Or I don't know, you know. I know I'm losing my stamina. We yeah. really got to get at it. So we'll, we'll, we'll maybe maybe try to sneak that in this weekend. Wow. Well. <laughs> wow. You know, you, you, it will start gaining some weight, and we don't want to do that. I now, understand. Do we? See, <laughs> and, you, and you're putting it all together. You're going from cookie wrappers to your run to your jog to your it's to, a bike to ride. your swim to your bike ride. Yeah, I. I yeah, I get it. How many of those Chick Fil A sandwiches you have last night? In the that ain't none of your business. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> when you when you start needing an abacus to count how many you've had, that's when you, that's when you recognize. Well, you've let's got just a say this: our statistician Terry Tacker went down the hall, and when he came back, he was wondering where his sandwich went. But <laughs> just know so that. So, in other words, you had you more than two. I'm not gonna <laughs> confess. I'm just just telling you, he was looking around, wondering where his meal went, and it disappeared. <laughs> It just happened that way. Dang the luck. Uh, anyway, we'll uh, we got baseball coming up tonight. We got uh, more high school football coming up tonight. We've we've got a lot of things to get to today, and we will um, we'll do that as we roll through this uh, this football Friday edition of uh, of game time. Now we do have high school football uh, tonight over on our sister station Kicker FM. We'll have Robinson and the China Spring Cougars. That's over at Rocket Field, and. Uh, down in Studio D on Fox Sports Central Texas, we'll have the uh, the Temple Bryan game, the Vikings and the Wildcats. As uh, Temple continues to to do good things, what are they three and one going into this one uh, tonight? And so yes. we'll get into that uh, 
a little later on as well. Got some bad news, too, yesterday. A couple of schools, Garrett, for different reasons, mm-hmm. had to had to basically cancel the the remainder of their football schedule. Yeah, when I caught, talked to the uh, Valley Most coach, Sam Moody, earlier in the week, he had, he had mentioned that their game this Friday with Itasca was canceled. He said the Wampus Cats only had nine players available, and unfortunately that – that led to them canceling their season. And then later on in the afternoon, um, Iredell came out and they had to cancel their season as well. I don't know Iredell's situation. I know earlier in the year they had some COVID uh, problems, but it, this is be the second six-man program in our area. You know, Mount Calm earlier on in the year uh, had to force theirs. And I noticed a few others across the state yesterday that had to go uh, in a similar way that Iredell did, but it's really unfortunate for those kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially in, in those type, those 1A programs mm-hmm. where they play six-man football, the numbers are, aren't very good as, you know, just right. by nature. And then when you get a couple of kids that uh, are not available, it uh, – it, creates a problem yep. and and so here we go but uh, uh i was a little surprised by the itasca situation i've reached out to coach jim kerbo and, and uh, we'll see if we can't uh, maybe get coach on the on the program and and see what uh, see what's going on and, and and i know this he is such a good and we talked about jim yesterday ironically mm-hmm. and, and he is such a good man and such a good football coach and uh he, he, given the time i promise he'll get things going in itasca uh but uh, unfortunate this year that uh, that's just not going to be the not going to be the case. They're going to have to to cancel the season. And again, in in, in we boy, it sounds like a broken record. But in a in a in a time where we see some of the strangest things and in some of the most difficult things, here's another one. Never, never in my right mind did I think we'd see programs not having enough kids to participate. But mm-hmm. here here we are, stretch. Here we are, Garrett, with uh, with the program not having enough kids. And you wonder, you you know, the, here's what I wonder. I mean, is the are, are kids because they're going totally virtual, or they're not wanting to wanting to come to campus? Is that affecting some of the, uh, you know, some of the numbers? Uh, you know, it's got to, I, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So is is fear starting to take over in some situations? I I, I don't know. And, and 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 I go back to watching that debate last night and. And, and really trying to just get your arms around what's going on in a lot of these situations. And it does. It, 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 there's a lot of fear that's out there. There's a lot of unknown. And I think it, you know, I think it's starting to affect a, a lot of these young people. Well, and, I, and I'm not going to get into politics. I clearly don't want to get into that. Uh, you know, that's, that's an individual thing. But for me personally, after watching the first debate, I had no plans on taping, recording, anything that second. I had, didn't want to watch it. Well, I'll tell you this, I I, I thought the moderator did a much better job. She had a mute button, so that, that to me, made it at least least where I wanted to flip over and watch it because I agree with you after the uh, – it was was really frustrating to watch that first one. I'm like you. Got nothing out of it. Yeah, we're on here to talk – we're on here to talk sports, but obviously it's part of life right now. It's part of what's going on, and and, and it's starting to bleed over into a lot of different things, so – you know that that that's why I, I guess I, I tend to mention it, but it, it was much it was it was much better moderated last night than the first debate. All right, uh, we got snow and uh, <laughs> what? No. Oh oh oh, rain. I'm sorry, rain and 75 degrees. Now we do got a cold front coming through. Uh, this, 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 I'm excited this, about that. This rain is 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 the. Uh, the the front end of the cold front and then i think we got some more rain coming in after the cold front mm-hmm. so uh 
the temperature should start to uh, should start to dip. I, I'm telling you, man, at, at game time tonight, you're talking about uh, 52, 53 right. degrees. That's perfect. Now, that's absolutely spot on for high school football. Now tonight. let me ask you this, Garrett: If it's fifty-two or fifty-three, what do you what do you what are you wearing? I mean, is Pull it a hoodie and shorts? Pull over and shorts. Is it jorts, jean shorts? No, or I don't. Shorts? I don't do the jorts. <laughs> I, I'll have like some some Jordan shorts or some Nike shorts on something at the, in a pullover. And are they long shorts? Are they the ones that go about halfway down to your calf, or are they short long? They're, they're, they're below the knee. knee. I, they're below the knee, but you know. I'm not going to like go out there in a in some really long ones. Not like <laughs> well, you know, you know well, I've just tried to help Tom. I mean, there's a difference in long shorts and short longs. So I'm just trying. Right. I'm just trying to make sure that we're all on <laughs> no, the same just page casual here with our wardrobe. Hey, I'm the one that watches the fashion show. Since when do you get to to, to <laughs> call, not, call somebody out? I'm, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm simply asking what's in style. What is in style? Long shorts or short longs? That's that's all I'm asking. And when you, you know, when you have a 37, 38 inch inseam, I, I have the right to ask that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and we're gonna with that note, we're moving right along. It's 10:14 here on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time with Tom Stretch and Garrett, and we got more straight ahead here on this Football Friday. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. A cold front on the way for later on this morning. We'll keep it mostly cloudy. We will have a 40% chance of rain out ahead of the front and right behind the front. Temperatures top out around lunchtime at 75 degrees and quickly falling into the lower 50s by 5 p.m. It'll remain mostly cloudy tonight for high school football. It should be dry, but it's going to be cool, so make sure you take a jacket or two. Overnight low temperatures fall to 48 and Mostly cloudy skies tomorrow. There could be a few peaks of sunshine by the afternoon and highs top out at 68. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30, 6, and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. You know, every time I think I've kind of got a handle on Garrett, I learned something new, Stretch. Here's a guy that <laughs> just wouldn't give you a plug nickel for chicken fried steak, but he tells me that deep fried summer sausage is at the top of his list. I just said it's at the top of my list. I said it's pretty dang good, though. <laughs> well, deep fried summer sausage. I mean, that's sausage. making me grab for a sleeve of Tums right just thinking about it. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season. Bird Colgen Ford's a proud supporter of the best high school football teams in Texas right here in Central Texas. And Bird Colgen Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 43 years in a row. Nominate your Ford Tough Player of the Week at FordPlayerTheWeek.com. Bird Colgen Ford, the right choice since 1936. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. 
My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit for Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Qualified buyers at 3.9% with 4,000 down cash or trade. One available, TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. The pre-owned kickoff savings event continues at Richard Car Motors. Score big savings like a 2012 GMC Acadia SLE for $140 a month or a 2014 Ford F-150 pickup for $271 a month or a 2019 Jeep Cherokee for $279 a month. Celebrate your score at the kickoff savings event going on now at Richard Car. All right, 10, 18, 18 minutes after 10 o'clock. And I'm telling you, we, Garrett, you better get uh, those boards and some nails and a couple of hammers. We're going to start building us an ark and start gathering two of everything. It is raining here in the heart of Texas. Rain at 75 degrees this morning. Nice and humid. It's going to be nice and humid. Now, so I, I really haven't seen it. in, uh, But it, this is supposed to move through, and then we're going to have – cooler temperatures this is i think this is going to boogie on through here pretty quick but i hope it does because i was planning on going to heb needs kind of need some food and i'm not getting out in this it's not happening you better pull that hat down if you're going to <laughs> what do you mean that wind, that wind gets going up under that flat bill now you might just mary poppins your tail right on it and he is flat billing it trust me i was just looking at that bill you i mean that thing looks like a diving board i mean <laughs> got to man I'm not putting no bend in it. It's not happening. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's let's start in the NFL, guys. Uh, why in the hell are we starting the NFL? Well, we're starting the NFL because Garrett said we are. Yep. Uh, last night, Wentz leads the, the Eagles on a couple of fourth-quarter touchdowns, and uh, they, uh, they come from behind, and they beat the football New York Giants. Boy, I tell you what, too, and it was—it really was a heck of a game. I—I—I I, I don't know if you guys saw the replay. They uh, Daniel Jones runs oh. a, runs a zone read, and I mean, it is an absolute eighty-yard walk. And is that where he fell down? 
Yep. Did he fall down? Somebody shot him out of the press box. <laughs> it looked like, I mean, it looked like somebody hit him with a 30-06. He went down like one egg pudding about the 15, 20-yard line. It was hard. And, I mean, there was nobody around him. It was, it was I mean, it was hard to watch. But I'll tell you this, guys. I was I had questioned whether I thought Daniel Jones could play at the next level, and I know he's taken a lot of criticism, but I, I saw some things last night out of him that I thought, okay, with Jason Garrett and some things that Jason can do, being a, you know, J- Jason is a quarterback friendly guy, and 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 by the way, you know, I, I thought Jason did a good job here in Dallas. I really did. I, I you know, they 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 he took a lot of heat at the end of his tenure, but. I think he has done some good things with Daniel Jones, and I saw some things last night. If that they really had had an opportunity to put the game away, he puts a he puts a fade right on Ingram's hands, and and he drops it. And I think if he catches that ball, I think the Giants pull away and win the football game. He doesn't, and that's the margin of victory in the NFL. He lets it, you know, he just went off his fingertips, and then Philadelphia gets the ball back. The Giants' defense couldn't stop them. They went down the field and scored and won the football game. But I, I'm gonna, I, I, here's the other thing that I came out of this with is that I'm not sure that both of these teams right now aren't better than the Cowboys, and i tell you what, that's hard to say. So there's a lot of conversation about Carson Wentz and is he the right guy to lead the Eagles. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's chirping. And, and when you lose, there's always chirping, and typically it starts with the quarterback position. You're the either the hero or the goat. 25 for 43 for 359 and three touchdowns. It's a pretty solid night. Yeah, no, he had, he he did have a good night. The, the thing that that and 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 Troy was Troy Aiken was doing the broadcast last night, and and the thing that he points out though is that he it's like he constantly kind of gets himself in bad situations holding on to the football or not just living to fight another day. Um, he takes a lot of sacks. He takes a lot of hits. I can see where he could open himself up for uh, for, for just criticism because he does do some things that, that really make you scratch your head, but then he extends plays. He does some things with his feet. He keeps his eyes down the field. So he does some things that really fit on, kind of on both sides of it, and and, and it makes him – like you said, Tom, not only because he's the quarterback, but it also makes him, you know, open to criticism because he'll do some things that, you know, he, he threw a pick last night. I mean, he almost he fumbled the ball on a two-point conversion where they went forward on two. He, he, he gets sloppy with the ball at times. So, you know, Carson Wentz, I think, is a good player. But the, the other thing that I'll say is I'm not sure that I'm a fan of what Doug Peterson does offensively. You know, they drafted – Jalen Hurts pretty early in the draft. They try to put him in and, and, and run some option football and some zone looks. And I, I don't know. It, it doesn't give for a very good feeling. It doesn't give for a very, a very good uh, coordinated offense. So I, I'm not a big fan of what they're doing offensively. So I, I, And I think that obviously that's going to fall on the quarterback as well. You mentioned some of the, uh, I guess the word is deficiencies or things that uh, you would like to see Carson Wentz be better at, but hasn't he always quarterbacked this way? I mean, it, well, it, this is nothing new, is it? No, no, you, you, you no, and, and, and you're right, but what I'm saying is you, you would think as he grew into being that, you know, grew into being that guy and gotten more experiences playing in the league, he would quit holding that football. He'd... 
in certain situations when he felt that pressure, he'd go ahead and throw it away and, and, and live to fight another down versus taking that sack on first down and leaving him in second and 18, second and 20 instead of second and 10. And those are the things that I think, you know, kind of make it a little a little bit frustrating to watch him because when you're looking at him overall, obviously he can make all the throws. He's got – I mean, he's competitive as heck. He's, he can run. He can do – he can extend plays with his legs. He feels the pressure okay. He just doesn't do the things in, in I think, in critical situations that you, you, you got to be able to do. And so – um, you know, I, he, he's one of those guys that's really puzzling. Now, now Daniel Jones, you know, he's taken a lot of criticism, a lot of heat in New York too, but I, I saw I, did, I, I saw some things out of him just when they played the Cowboys and then last night, and he only threw for, you know, 187 yards or something like that last night. But I just saw some things that – I saw some touch balls. I saw some really good balls that he was able to throw and fit in some areas that was – you know, that, that really think, you, you think, okay, this guy's able to throw players open. He's going to be, he's going to adjust and be a better quarterback. And because Jason Garrett is the offensive coordinator and in there now, I think that absolutely will afford him the opportunity. And certainly you'll be able to see him grow as the season goes on. And, and know if, you know, do you want him as, you know, as a full-time or as a move to the next year quarterback in, in what the Giants are going through. All right, uh, 1026. I got a little uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. I got a little surprise for you guys. What's that? Because you guys are my pals and my buddies, Okay, I got a little surprise for you guys. Uh, you may or may not know that one of my dear, dear friends is George Teague, uh, former Dallas Cowboy. I've asked George to join us next here on the program. Awesome. Good for reaching out. Yeah. So I just thought you guys would like to know that. It's just dead silent on, <laughs> on, that, on that other microphone. I don't get it. I thought that I thought that he'd be high fiving and, and no, I, I coach. I'm I, I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm glad he's also giving you the password to the honeycomb hideout. Let's get to ten thirty and get him on here. All right, George Teague, former Cowboy DB, does join us next here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Introducing the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich at Whataburger. With the flair of spicy, crispy chicken topped with fresh, cool veggies and pickles, this flavor speaks for itself. So stop by your hometown Whataburger and try it today. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. What season is it? It's truck season at Allen Samuels. Ram trucks are raring to go, ready to work and play, and all feature the best deals of the year during Ram Power Days. Come get your brand new Ram Lone Star at Allen Samuels with 0% for 72 and no payments for 90 days. Or choose up to $9,250 in bonus cash and incentives. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. Shop, apply, buy online. We deliver Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels. 
Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas' own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners of the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out gregmayhonda.com for complete details. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now, at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. We have high school football in our family of stations tonight. Temple takes on Brian and looks to get to 2 0 in district play. Brian has only played two games so far this year. Scott Stewart on what he knows about the Vikings. Well, I mean, again, I don't know who's at a bigger disadvantage. I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly what they got. I mean, I do know this they're big and they're physical. Uh, and they play hard uh, up front on both sides of the ball. They run the ball well. Their defense is very, very stingy with their front seven. So, you know, when you only get eight quarters to look at them uh, because they've only had two games, it, it, it's tough to tell. You know, they still got a bag of tricks they can pull out. I mean, they just they, they like they, they play smash mouth football against Parker Heights. Broadcast at 7, kick at 7.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Robinson takes on China Spring. That can be heard on 1590 AM. Broadcast also starts at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Rain and 75 here in the heart of Texas, Tom Bartfields. Glenn Stretch Smith and Garrett Ross. We welcome you back into ESPN Central Texas here on a football Friday. Got some high school football coming your way uh, tonight uh, on our family of radio stations. Again, Robinson and uh, China Spring will be on kicker. And then uh, the Temple Wildcats will take on the Bryan Vikings on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Glenn is standing by with a very special guest. Glenn. Yeah, it's uh, it's my main man, uh, George Teague. And, George, hey, we appreciate you jumping on with us this morning. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, man. It's good to be able to chat with you. And hopefully this rain will go on and get out of the way pretty quickly so we can get on with our normal football day. 
<laughs> and that's exactly what we've talked about all morning here is uh, hopefully and, and, and I like how you say normal football day because it's football <laughs> Friday night versus some of these guys that are having to play on Wednesday Tom Barfield my partner here he does the Waco Midway they had to play last night so certainly we'll, we'll we'll get into that in just a little bit trying to keep your team on a schedule with with what's going on and what you've got going on now at John Paul too you know George I was on your podcast recently and it was Really an honor to sit down with you and talk with you. I've, I've always admired you since, I mean, obviously coaching here and, and, and we worked together. And I remember, I mean, all the things that we did from the time that we came and really signed you and brought you in. Mike Zimmer was a big fan and our scouting department and everybody was bringing you in here. And, and, and obviously we brought you in here as a, as a quarterback in the secondary. We needed somebody at that time, at that stage, to get our secondary lined up. Obviously, we brought you in here, smart guy, knew how to get our secondary lined up, and, and, and you really fit like a glove when we brought you in here. Let me get to the real question, George. Have you ever seen a secondary and a Cowboys secondary that seems so out of sorts as you watch them play right now? No, sir, I have not. It is very disheartening. Um and it, it makes you wonder, you know, what's really, really going on. And you've mentioned some things where you're talking about, okay, um, you know, can it be a better quarterback in the secondary, meaning getting people lined up and things of that nature. But it seems to be going a little bit deeper than that, fellas. I, I mean, I don't know if it's, we're not preparing right or guys really are just that confused about the scheme. Um but I don't know. It's when you see guys just running, you know, straight up the field with no help. Often, <laughs> you know, we know that there's mistakes made, and sometimes you bust the coverage every now and again. You don't ever want to, but when it's continually that you, you know, you're giving up 300 yards a game or whatever it is in the air, it's it's not it's not good, not good at all. Man, talking with George Teague, the former safety of the, of the Dallas Cowboys, obviously. Great player at Alabama. You know, George, I, I, I want to – the other thing that I want to build on in that question is when, when you were in the locker room, you understood leadership meant from within. You, you, and I think you kind of touched on it right there without really touching on it. Hey, there's things coming out of this. There's things coming out of this locker room and from this defense where guys are saying, you know, anonymous sources or – you know, they're, they're saying, hey, you know what, we, we're not put in position to make these plays. We haven't been a, making adjustments. Things haven't been adjusted. And I guess what I want to I ask you from a player's perspective, and, and again, because I respected you so much as a player, when guys aren't making adjustments, George, and when things aren't being done on the field, do you, do you put that as much on the players? Is it on the coaches? And during this COVID time, when guys don't have that chance you know, after the game to express their opinion to these reporters, is it something that you feel like has been squelched through the first six weeks of the season? Okay, so and I'm going to answer both of those. So one I want to say about the players not really knowing what's going on. As a player, what I feel and know is that it is still our responsibility to try to understand and put ourselves in position to make plays too, right? So I've had a lot of coaches through college and pros. I played on three different teams, and the schemes are different, different, different terminology. I get it; might not be what we're accustomed to, but I needed to take my book 
or now they need to take their iPad or Microsoft Office thing and dive into that and really try to learn what coach is trying to tell you to do. If you've got problems with that, then you need to speak to the coach. Hey, I don't understand this. Can you help me get I'm having a, a mental block here, you know, something. And I've had those. It didn't matter how smart I was. I had to talk to them and Campo with guys about, man, this is really, really confusing, you know. Um, so that leads into the next part of, what do guys do when things aren't going well, right? I, I mentioned already, I played on a lot of teams. We Nothing was ever perfect, but one thing we always did, Stretch, is we kept it with the team. We called a team meeting when things weren't going well, even with the Cowboys. You pulled everyone together, no coaches. You talk about it. What is going on? Is it us? Is it the coaches? Is it you know, what we're doing? Whatever. And then you try to figure out how to handle that with inside the organization, not through the media. Hey, I need you to speak to the coaches about it because this is how we feel. You heard Mike McCarthy and others say, we've got an open-door policy. I do believe that. But I think that if you're not coming together as a team and trying to talk about it together first, they've gone backwards. Now I've heard about the team meeting after the fact. That's where the mistake came. It should have happened before the fact. Then try to talk to the coaches and say, listen, we need some help here. We're, we're really struggling with some stuff. So I think I'm still putting this back on the players a whole lot more than the coaches at this point. Yeah, and, and, and I know you're, you're, you're doing that because now you've flipped to the other side of it and you know how hard it is to, to be the guy that's coaching those young men. I guess what I want to say and what I want to ask you too, George, is with, with the challenges of COVID and these players not being able to, to, you know, speak to the media, is that something that when you reflect back on your days of, of starting with the Cowboys – you know, you, you were always able to come out as soon as the game was over. You knew that those guys, those local reporters, were going to have their recorders and they were going to be there. H- how do you feel like you navigated that differently than maybe what's coming out of that locker room now? Yeah, that's true. That, that's a, a, a very big difference in COVID. One, first of all, how do you even prepare for, uh, you know, the off season and the games and not being in the classroom the same way that you could have been? So there's a lot of different things that COVID has brought up. And dealing with the media at this point, and probably I have no idea what they're doing in their locker rooms as far as trying to shower and change and who can do what. I'm sure there's some protocols in there. But when it gets to the media part, I still think that there could be some type of prep or you know some conversations with the media personalities within the teams about talking to guys about what's good and what's bad. <laughs> and what we need to stay away from, <laughs> uh, especially the amount of time that it's taken for guys to even get in front of the cameras after games right now. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. It just seems like it's taking a little bit longer for post-game conferences to, to happen right now. Um, but we just got to be smarter, man. We just got to be smarter. We got to understand everything, social distancing and all that kind of stuff. But, I don't think that gives them a pass for saying anything that's going to be detrimental to the to the team. Hey, hey George, let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit and let's talk about your your high school football team. With, with what's going on with COVID nineteen and this pandemic, how has it affected your your football team, or has it? I mean, in in, in your preparation and, and in game play, and and just how's how's it been different for you this year? 
Yeah, yeah, it's been drastically different. Uh, I'm actually sitting here looking at the thing now, trying to figure out exactly how we ought to go in and out of the locker room, <laughs> you know, um, this evening because um, it brought up a lot of challenges in the off season, as we mentioned about weight room and social distancing and how do you lift and how do you run. So it's been a lot of out-of-the-box thinking to try to prepare our, our guys to play football games. We have been hit. Uh, with COVID. So we've been down for two weeks as well, not being able to practice um, because we did have a, a positive case um, within our program as well. So that makes it hard too, you know, just not having your guys and just trying to do Zoom meetings and keeping them um, informed and not in class per se, other than virtually. Um, so um, i tell you what, bro, it's been trying times for coaches um, <laughs> right now in a lot of different ways, just trying to put together a good product on the field. So, you know, as hard as I'm being talking about the Cowboys and trying to say, man, they don't look prepared or, or whatever, you know, I have to worry about that too as a head coach over here saying, how do I get these guys really ready to play when you haven't practiced for two weeks? Got three days of practice and we got to go out here and perform in a homecoming game. Uh, <laughs> tonight and so those two games are those going to be games that you can reschedule make up or are those just games that the kids have lost uh because of this uh, pandemic uh well within our district we've um worked out and you know um coach Beck, great brain over there really actually came up with this um spreadsheet if i can say lack of better words that we're shuffling games around a little bit, kind of like how the colleges are doing it and pros and trying to really find the best times to try to get all of the games in if possible. The hardest part for JP2 is we lost games at the beginning, so there really aren't any openings at the end for us right now. Um, but, you know, in the event that different things happen, maybe those weeks open up and, and, and we get to play them. So, we have not given up on those. We don't know how to strategize to, to make it all work yet. Um, but our plan is to try to um, get those games in if at all possible. George, uh, traditionally private schools in Texas have lacked the talent and they haven't got as much exposure. But that's slowly changed over the past few years when you look at Cedar Hill, Trinity Christian, and Fort Worth, Nolan Catholic, and those guys, what y'all are able to do. Can you talk about the landscape of private school and how that's, how that's evolved over the past few years in Texas? Yes, sir. The football and, and taps in private school has become uh, very, very good. I mean, there's a lot of people who are, one, that are seeking to, you know, try to do something different academically or find smaller classrooms or whatever it is. But I'll tell you what, um, just even in our program from four years ago, not having any guys that were Division One players to, you know, 14 that are in the program now, um, it definitely changed the landscape. So when you have, you know, the Nolans and Bishop Lynch's and Dunn mm -hmm. and Cedar Hills, and I mean, there's tons of schools, all saints, all got Liberty, you know, to have guys that are going to, uh, power five schools, you know, and SES schools and D two schools. Um, it definitely has raised the level of play, um, at our level to where we can compete with, you know, 3A, 4A, maybe even 5A UIL schools, some people 6A. Mm -hmm. um, 
So it's looking good. Um, and Glenn and I talked about that quite a bit before about there's not a whole lot of difference in our programs now other than the number of kids on the roster. You know, the depth isn't the same, but the talent is, is definitely just as good. Hey, George, before we let you go, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yes, sir. So um, I have a podcast called Teague's Take. Uh, I'm now we're going on our 15th episode, so it's fairly new. We started at the end of June, um, and it's something where I can talk similar to what you guys uh, do about football, high school football, pro football, uh, college football, uh, but sometimes taper it down and just have a little bit of fun. So I get to talk about hot topics, and <laughs> you know, uh, it's hosted by uh, me, and my son, and Indy Cartim. Um, we shoot on Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. It's Tuesday now, uh, Glenn, instead of Thursdays. We had to move it because of my JV football games. You can find me, though, on all the social media channels. Please look me up, man. Teague's Take. Catch me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, come on. Come on in. Come find out what, what Coach Teague is doing over here and join our little our fan base. That'd be great. Thank you. Georgia, appreciate you. Appreciate you jumping on. Appreciate you taking time, and and best of luck to you and your and your JP two team as you uh, as you navigate through the rest of the season. You know, I appreciate you jumping on. I love you, brother. Thanks for jumping on here. I appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, George. There goes George Teague, former safety of the Dallas Cowboys, Alabama Crimson Tide, heck of a guy and a high school football coach up in the Metroplex now. You know what, Tom? I. I, I I always like having – I enjoy these high school guys. I really do. It's, it's, it's fun having them all on, and it's fun hearing them share that passion. And I was just listening uh, to George talk. He, he's having some of the same issues that the college teams are having, that the NFL teams are having. And, and uh, I mean, it, goes, it kind of circles back to, to not having enough time for preparation and, uh, and to get your game plans in. I mean, he's, he's dealing with the same issues that – that uh, that the college teams and the NFL teams are dealing with. So uh, it, it was an interesting take. Uh, 1046, 14 shop, 11 o'clock uh, coming up. We'll, we, we will talk some more high school football, and we'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Coach Dave Aranda meets up with his former roommate Tom Herman this Saturday as the Bears travel to Austin to take on the Longhorns. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Texas, this Saturday from Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. 
Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Dodge is number one in initial quality, according to J.D. Power. Get great Dodge deals and no payments for 90 days at Allen Samuels. Load up your family and all of your gear in a new 2020 Dodge Journey crossover. Now with up to $4,750 in cash and subprime offers. Dodge Charger SXT is the perfect sports sedan. Get up to $5,170 in cash at subprime offers. Choose special financing for Chrysler Capital. Your friend in the car business, Allen Samuels cold weather is coming and it's time to fill your propane tanks. StarTex Propane provides the best propane service in Central Texas and they have special pricing and programs for your household needs with their Keep Full program. With the Keep Full program, they periodically check and fill your tank. And of course, service techs show up with masks, gloves, and social distancing. They can also install gas logs for your fireplace and they carry indoor propane heaters. Check them out at StarTexPropane.com or on Facebook. StarTex Propane. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now, at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. We have high school football on our family of stations tonight. Temple takes on Brian and looks to get to 2 0 in district play. Brian has only played two games so far this year. Scott Stewart on what he knows about the Vikings. Well, I mean, again, I don't know who's at a bigger disadvantage. I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly what they got. I mean, I do know this they're big and they're physical. Uh, and they play hard uh, up front on both sides of the ball. They run the ball well. Their defense is very, very stingy with their front seven. So, you know, when you only get eight quarters to look at them uh, because they've only had two games, it, it, it's tough to tell. You know, they still got a bag of tricks they can pull out. I mean, they just they, they like they, they play smash mouth football against Harper Heights. Broadcast at 7, kick at 7.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Robinson takes on China Spring. That can be heard on 1590 AM. Broadcast also starts at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, again, thanks to George Teague, former Dallas Cowboys safety, for being on the program. George and I, man, we go way, way back and just uh, just one of my pals. <laughs> Uh, is that kind of together? a zing? Are you are you trying to stretch zing a little bit? Are no, you trying? To <laughs> no, I just George. Well, you, and he doesn't like people to know this because he doesn't want crowds to gather. But George is he's come to Waco a couple of times and he's he's uh, he's climbed Mount Rush Robinson with us a couple of times. Uh, yes. He likes to get a good workout. Boy, in. You are you are turning this two pound sea guppy into a great white shark, whether he wants to or not. It's ten fifty one, not away from eleven. Like uh, high school football, uh, you heard it on uh, on our Sports Center update uh, with uh, with Stephen. Uh, we will have Robinson and in uh, China Spring, big game for the Cougars, uh, and that'll be coming up t- tonight uh, from Rocket Field at Robinson on our on our sister station Kicker FM, fifteen ninety AM and ninety nine point three FM. And uh, speaking of big games, Temple and Bryan continue district play. 
uh, Ward and Q and, and the gang and Art and all those guys, they'll have that game for you over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, and that's 1330 a.m. and 93.9 FM. Uh, so you can catch the uh, the Temple broadcast. And then, kids, at 11 o'clock tonight, right back here on ESPN Central Texas, Stephen and Garrett will have the uh, Friday night high school football scoreboard show. Yep. Scores, highlights, interviews, and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, that'll be coming up tonight at 11 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. Last night, right here on ESPN Central Texas, we had the uh, Mansfield Midway game. And, boy, that was uh, – that was uh, I, I hate to say it, but yet another tough loss for the Panthers. It was a game that <clears throat> I think that if you ask them, they, they'll tell you they should have won the football game. I mean, in the third quarter, for some reason, the starting quarterback for Mansfield mm-hmm. – Hunt Young's his name. He went to the, he, he he did not come out. He did not take a snap in the third quarter, and it looked like uh, it looked like mass confusion on the part of the of the Mansfield Tigers. They had shotgun snaps flying over the head of running backs. They were in wildcat. They put a wide receiver to play quarterback for a few snaps. That didn't work, so they just went wildcat. That worked. They went on a, a long touchdown run out of the wildcat from. Uh, the, uh, the the running back uh, Davenport, but and then in the fourth quarter he mysteriously appears here, I, and I'm going. It has to be some kind of discipline that's, issue. That's exactly what I was thinking. Had it to was. be some kind of discipline issue. Uh, it, but I, have you ever seen? Normally you see him sit out the first series or the first quarter, or but it was the third quarter stretch. He set out the entire third period. Well, and, and that's where you, so you wonder. You know, does that mean you're – what are you taking away from that young man? If it was a disciplinary situation, does it mean you're you're, you're starting him and you're – but you're sitting in the third? It, I, I mean, I are you are, are we sure, Tom, that it wasn't like a, an IV or a situation where they had to take him no, out? No, he was on the sideline. He was on the sideline jogging okay. and throwing and because and, 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 I said, well, maybe he tweaked an ankle right. or something. But he was on the sideline, and they they, and they may have attended to him. If they did attend to him, they, had, it was in the locker room at halftime. But in the third quarter, he was out there jogging around, throwing the football, and, and just waiting his turn. It looked like. So, <laughs> so in your in your mind, and 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 again, you you put your eyes on these guys every weekend. Do you think it was a disciplinary situation? That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, right. I, why, but why not? Why not sit him in the first quarter? Why? Not, and and I, but why I the no third idea. quarter? That was yeah. what was weird to me. Unless something happened at halftime and they went <laughs> park it. And, yeah, and, 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 and we'll, that could we'll have very well been. They could have. Yeah. That 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 was going to be my response. Was hey, did they go in to make some adjustments at halftime? And was there something said? Was there something bantered back and forth? Did he? Did, did the coach feel like he maybe he didn't handle it the right way? Uh, what he was telling him. So he's like, like you said, he said, "I tell you what, we'll come over here and get your seat with me, and we'll see how this goes." And that's the only thing I can think. And again, don't know, have no clue, pure speculate. And maybe they wanted to work on their wildcat. I, I don't have a clue, but. It was interesting that he sat the third, the entire third quarter, and as soon as that fourth quarter rolled around, he was right back in the football game. But Midway had their chances. Again, they take the opening drive. Uh, Mansfield deferred. Midway took the opening drive, went right down the field, got into plus territory, and then turned the ball over on an interception. Ooh. Mansfield immediately goes and scores, and they're up 7-0. Yeah. Then Midway rolls off 10 unanswered. 
and they take a 10-7 lead into the into the intermission. Have you heard that one before? They got well, yeah, sure, because yeah. you know because you know dang well they're going into the intermission <laughs> saying, hey, we should be up 17 nothing right here. This should be a 17 nothing football game, and uh, and those are the things that you know those are the things that you have to point to, especially guys. When you when you're not winning football games, you you got to try to stem that tide some way. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, the quarterback did score with like 40 seconds to go right. half, and it was 14 to 10 in favor of Mansfield. But uh, they did have a halftime lead. But it was a football game that even at halftime you went, man, th- this is right where Midway needs to be. And then you started looking about looking at things. Where where are they better at? What what they picked up the blitz beautifully last night. They blocked it very well. They ran between the tackles like nobody's business. Uh, they they did a lot of good things on the offensive side of the ball. Now they could they they couldn't run sweep. It, and they haven't been able to run sweep. That's just not not in, in not not in the book for this year. But uh, Jaden Johnson had 18 carries last night, 134 yards uh, for for Midway last night, and. 99% of that was between the tackles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was power football, and it was fun to watch. I mean, I like it. Uh, and then Garrett Childers struggled in the first half, but came back in the second half, played pretty well. He was 9-19 for 120 and threw, uh, threw a couple of touchdowns, and he threw a, he threw a couple of bullets that for, uh, for touchdowns. So. I think I think he's grown in his decision making. There was a couple of times there where you know in the in the previous games he would have made like an errant throw, try to force something, but he knew to take the ball down, run, just get what he could, get mm-hmm. out of bounds. So it was live I saw, to play another snap. Yeah, exactly. And you can see that growth from him. We saw a lot of that last night. Live to you know he didn't a lot of didn't force a lot of stuff. Defensively, they're, they're, they continue to struggle against the run. I mean, uh, Mansfield was able to run the football uh, basically whenever they wanted to and. And and that was the you know that was clearly the big difference is they could not get off the field. Uh, uh, Davenport had 218 yards on on 19 carries and three rushing touchdowns, including that uh, 73 yarder out of the Wildcats. So and that was right up Main Street. So mm-hmm. uh, so now they got to regroup. Stretch. They're 0 and 3 on the season. 0 and 1 in in district, and that's the key particularly when you're playing this zone thing because you got three quick zone games and then a zone playoff. So uh, you've got two more zone games to try to position yourself, and one is against Duncanville. Ooh. So, uh, mm. yeah. So, it's it, it'll well, be. Well, you know, you know what? I'm I, I'm sure they're over there this morning, and they're they're probably a little bit disappointed that they didn't get that one last night, Tom. And you know what? All you can do again, guys. And I know I keep, and it sounds like a broken record, but you got to keep teaching the positives, and you got to keep trying to hammer where you've got that arrow pointed up. And it sounds like – how many times were they penalized last night? I thought I heard Garrett or somebody say they had they – had, how many penalties, Tom, do you remember? Mansfield, M- M- Mansfield got flagged all night long. Yeah. I mean, the officials had, had sore arms for throwing flags. Eleven flags against Mansfield. But it was insane. Eight or nine of them were in the first quarter. Uh, right. They, in fact, they had to call a timeout to regroup because uh, they were facing like a third and 35 or something. But Midway was only flagged three times for 25 well, and, yards. And, and, and so that's what I'm saying, too. When you don't – you got to point to the positives. you got to say, hey, look, guys, look at what's going – look look, look at the things that we're doing good, and you got to continue to build on that. I heard you say, hey, running the ball between the tackles. you got to continue to hammer that. you got to say, hey, you know what? If we're not running toss, if we're not getting it outside, we're not getting it outside for a reason. Is that because what they're doing defensively or what we're doing offensively? And then you got to continue to 
emphasize the positives. That's what makes you a coach, and that's why they call you that. All right, it's 1058. We're a couple of minutes shy of 11 o'clock, running a little late. Garrett's giving me that look. Oh, sorry, Garrett. Uh, we'll step aside, and when we come back, we'll uh, switch gears, talk some baseball. We'll do that next here on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. It's a 34-yard kick to win the game. Only heard here. Good hold. The kick's up. It snakes inside the right up right. All season. But it's kind of like when you drive in two lanes, you pay taxes on the whole road. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Washington football team. Live from FedEx Field on ESPN Central Texas. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through November 2nd. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free covid 19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco till November 2nd at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. For a limited time, when you open a Casasa checking account at Genco Credit Union, you can receive a cash bonus, a $25 cash bonus. Now is your chance to be a part of the friendliest credit union in town and enjoy all the benefits of a free account that pays you money back each month and a bonus when you open it. Apply online today and get your bonus and start letting your money make you money. Qualifications and requirements will apply. For details, go to GencoFCU.org and CUA Equal Housing Lender. Genco. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month, and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and the Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Last year, the Lorena Athletic Association awarded 12 scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD students. They also try to provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches' wish lists. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. At Secor Family Ford, over the years, we've seen lots of Fords become classics. Now we're all looking forward to the return of a legend this year. Tell them what it is. 
That's right. Come see us to learn about the all-new Ford Bronco family and reserve yours today. Or save right now on our full line of trucks and SUVs with 0% financing for 72 months. So take that short drive to the Sequoia Exit West and see why it's Sequoia Family Ford. Our family makes a difference. With approved credit, see dealer for details. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Well, we got two turtle doves, and uh, <laughs> we're collecting two of everything, man. The bottom has dropped out again. Uh, 68 degrees here uh, on a football Friday. Hopefully, and, and again, seriously, I, it would be nice. It, we need this rain, and we desperately need this rain, and it's, uh, it is wonderful to get, but you would certainly hope that it could uh, move right on through, and, and uh, things uh, things would be nice this evening for uh, for a football Friday. So. There you go. All right, we got baseball coming your way tonight. Uh, game three of the World Series. And, and Stretch, we were talking about, I guess, maybe yesterday or day before, but this thing is now, it's 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 a fun series. This is, I, I think we all kind of agree, this, these are the two best teams, and and uh, and they're both playing well. And tonight, tonight should be about, and again, it'll be 17 to 14, but tonight should be about pitching. I mean, it, well, yeah, it, it should be about a timely hit. It should be about scratching a run here or there. It should be about pitching, uh, and I love those kind of games. Yeah, I mean, you got, I mean, you got two really good starting pitchers and Walker Bueller and, and, and Charlie Morton taking the hill tonight. So, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, we, we, we sit here and say, well, this ought to be a, a you know, a, a five five three five four game and, and and sure enough like you it may, it may end up being a football score 14 to 10 so that's <laughs> I, that's the way it goes but I do it, it is an it, it has been an entertaining series so far so I, I you know right now you got to think on, on on a Friday night there's too much high school football to be to probably to, to probably be sitting and watching this but I'm gonna be keeping an eye on it I can tell you that Walker Bueller has an ERA in postseason this year of 1.89 that is that's off the charts and however and, and, <laughs> right however right. Charlie Morton has a postseason ERA of 0. 0.57 are like you kidding me sound like your GPA Tom Barfield right there what what's a GPA? <laughs> oh, Seven years of college right down the drain. I'm sorry. That stretch is ADD working right there when you give it the zero point. Hey, I, I've, I've, I'm, my, my, I'm daughter, my daughter's on the dean's list at the University of Arkansas, and, and I, I say it all the time. We must have picked up the wrong child at the hospital because she's smart. I mean, I'm just – I was about to say, are you sure it's your daughter? Are you <laughs> sure it's oh, your boy. daughter? <laughs> anyway, uh, it's exactly. A- I like that. Hey, Garrett, don't you like that too? How Tom will turn the page on you. He'll yeah. give you, he'll give you that old that 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 kind of that. Uh, any rate, he just wants to turn Let's the page. When, when you're when you're <laughs> driving the bus, you get to do that. <laughs> I, I understand. Today I, I, I got the get steering it. wheel. I Actually, Garrett's got the steering wheel, truth be known. Uh, and I'm just winking at him. Hey, turn right here. Uh, 11.07 from ESPN Central Texas. So we're, we're all kind of in agreement that this could be a 4-2, 5-3 baseball game? Oh, no doubt. 
I, I think I, I might still take four hours to go all those TV commercials. That's the issue. And I think for me, I, I've, I've been exciting with the bats in this. And, cause the, and you know, all the talk going into this was this new parks, pitcher friendly, pitcher friendly this. But, man, there's been a lot of home runs. Barrel and, it up and watch it yeah, fly. It's just fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, barrel it up and watch it fly. And that's the other thing I was going to say. It's, obviously, it's cooling down here right now. What, are they going to open that roof tonight with, with it being in the 40s? I mean, it, it, it could be a little chilly with, with that roof pulled back. And how uh, is that going to affect the ball flying out of the park? Yeah, I, good point. I, I can't imagine that roof being open tonight. I, I think you're gonna, you're, you'll have that roof closed. Uh, and, and I don't know. I haven't looked at the Metroplex forecast to see if there's any rain whatsoever in the forecast. If it is, obviously, it'll be closed as well. So uh, I, I have no clue what uh, Friday night uh, in the Metro mess looks like. I know what it looks like here. It, it uh, <laughs> I bet you we've gotten 24 inches of rain in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I mean, it, it, it's we got a lake. Just over all you got to do is look out course. the window. I mean, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, I just saw Q's uh, vehicle floating down down uh, Bagby <laughs> Avenue. So he's he's probably happy he's getting that free car wash out there for crying out loud. And for those who washed their car, uh, thank you because uh, you you just created a rainstorm for us. But uh, no, it, it, it's, we, we've got a heck of a heck of a night for you in high school football and again uh we've got that and of course uh, the baseball game coming up tonight we'll all keep an eye on so it should be a lot of fun uh on this uh on this and i love october because of this right i mean you've got baseball you've got football i mean it, th- it this is this is a fun t- because the games become really meaningful in, in october for football and then you've got postseason baseball so uh it it, it kind of feels normal until you have a conversation about, well, they had to postpone their season or they had to miss a week or two, mm-hmm. because then it's then then reality grabs you again. But when you just think about the games that are going to be played tonight and, and what's on television tonight, uh, gives you an opportunity just to have some normalcy for a few minutes. So we'll see. Uh, Ten after eleven o'clock. It's a uh, it's a football Friday. And that means we're going to dive right back into some football here, and we will do that uh, in just a couple of minutes. We're going to look at some of the NFL games that are coming up, in, including that. Well, they may set a they may set a viewer record on Fox uh, Sunday when the Cowboys play Washington. I mean it. it, it there may every TV in America may be on that game because it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> Got to be it's the best game, best hey, NFL there's game. There's a little poke at him, huh? Thank goodness, thank goodness they're getting Sean Lee and Awuzie back. Let's let's try to think about something. Think positive. Po- yeah, something positive. There, you know, it's that it could be it could be uh, guys. It uh, I, and again, I watched that game last night. Unless Stepnoski's going to play center, I'm a little you know. You're a little, little concerned about the center <laughs> quarterback center exchange. I'm, Is that what I'm you're concerned saying? about that entire offensive line. I mean, boy, me too. And and that uh, you make a good point. I saw where they were going to start McGovern. He's it looks like you know looks like Zach is out for the game. So you, you mm. you're already touching on what is a uh, obviously a source. Sore spot for the Cowboys is that offensive line, but let's hey, you know uh, what? Let's, play, let's, play in Washington, you got you, you got a shot. But I guess that's the strength of the Redkins is their defensive line. Uh, so. That's the Washington football team, by the way. It's eleven ten, uh, old habits, right? Uh, it's eleven ten. We're going to step aside and we're coming back to talk about those Cowboys and other games that are going on in the NFL. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. 
This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. The scattered showers and isolated thunderstorms diminishing by 1 o'clock this afternoon. And then temperatures continue to fall with cloudy skies. Temperatures will be in the mid-50s by 5 p.m. Tonight for high school football, it'll be cloudy, breezy. So definitely take a coat if you are headed out to the games. Temperatures around 53 degrees at kickoff. Overnight, skies will remain mostly cloudy as temperatures fall into the 40s. And mostly cloudy skies tomorrow, a little sunny sunshine of the afternoon with a high of 66. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:30, 6 and 9 for your forecast first plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on unnecessary roughness. I have a mark on the line wanted to know what he need to do to check out the van. <laughs> Wait, excuse me, who? We got the email yesterday saying, saying if anyone needs to check out the van, they need to go to, to uh, Debbie Dev from the fifth floor of the office to sign it out. Well, so I don't think Debbie got the email either. She, she said, said she, yeah, she sent email. Okay, well, she transferred him to me, and I was like, wait a minute. Trans- transfer transfer back? back? Yeah, and say, hey, this is for you, per your email. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through November 2nd. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free covid 19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco till November 2nd at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. 
Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 2 5-4-7-1-0-8-0-7-6 to inquire about all available options. Welcome back into game time. Your all access pass to Central Texas Sports. 11 11 16, rather, I'm sorry. 11 16 here on a football Friday. Rain and six. Oh, the temperature just continues to drop. Let's check here. Uh, Thump that thermometer. Thump it over there. There you go. There you go. Good job. There, good job. Yeah, 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 we're down to 65 degrees, so rain in 65 here in the heart of Texas. All right, we were talking about the Cowboys. Let's uh, let's dive into that thing and, and stretch. I know you mentioned a couple of guys getting back on the defensive side of the football, but, man, offensively, uh, they are paper thin up front uh, with that O-line and, and – it, it, man, that's where doesn't it begin up front on both sides of the ball? Well, yeah, they've got they've got to figure out a way to you know you know to 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 try and get their their you know their bell cow. They've got to try to figure out a way to get him the football and get him the football in the open field. I mean, Zeke has not. Yeah, I don't believe he's had a hundred yard game uh, this year. That that's hard to believe when you think about the money that they spent, you know, to sign him to lock him up. Uh, and and then to be able to say, hey, we're going to have to rely on him, knowing our defense is is not very good. Well, that in fact they play Andy Dalton. He has to come in, and you know, obviously a, an unfortunate injury to Dak, and still throw it fifty four times. I mean that that is not a that is not the template for how you're going to win in this situation. And it all points to the, the offensive line, like you were saying. I mean, if they're not if they're not knocking some guys off the ball, if they're not coming off the ball, then it creates, you know, it creates a real problem. So, you know, we, we without Tyron, without Joe Looney, without Zach Martin, I mean, without Collins, Lyle Collins, the right tackle, you know, they, they've had to shuffle some guys around. You're going to see Cam Irving in there, Connor Williams, Biotish. I think you'll see uh, Connor McGovern and, and then Terrence Steele. So, you know, the, the, these are all guys that I don't think, other than Connor Williams, thought they'd do anything more than be backups, and they are immediately pressed into service. And 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 six games into the year, we got a long way to go, man. So this is a group that's going to have to work together, that's going to have to come together, and it's going to have to do some things because it's going to fall directly on them being able to at least get Zeke in you know his carries and what they need to do because. If you're gonna, if you're gonna plan on relying on Andy Dalton throw the ball 50 times a game, I think you got problems. Now, can Andy Dalton be successful? Sure, he can, but it's got to be coming off a of play action and doing some of those things. And you got to be able to set it up through the run. And if you're not, if they can shut you down and make you one-dimensional, 
then the Cowboys' offense becomes very, very average. Now, if he can run the ball, then you get those receivers and that speed outside. You can take your deep shots. It's just what Andy Dalton does. He's an excellent deep ball thrower. But he's got to have time to push that ball down the field. Uh, defensively, I do think it'll help him if, if Randy Gregory can play. That's another pass rushing guy off the edge. Maybe he comes in and gives you, you know, gives you some fresh legs and some ability to come off of that edge. But, guys, this Dallas defense, the issue is the secondary. You know, we talked to George Teague earlier. It was, I thought it was really interesting listening to him say how they used to, you know, kind of come together as players, have team meetings where there were nobody, you know, no coaches in there, players-only meetings. And, and right now, th- this secondary seems really uncoordinated and really you know they they've had their issues guys so they're going to have to they're going to have to get that tightened up if they're going to have any chance to beat and I don't care who it is that they're playing uh, on any given Sunday whether it's Washington or or, or whoever I mean that you're going to have to bring a better game than what you played the last few weeks if if you're planning on winning Sunday I just think that in all seriousness I feel like this is a really bad matchup for Dallas's offensive line with so many injuries. Washington's got five first-round draft picks on their defensive line, and that's their their what really anchors their whole team. And for me, I just think it's going to be interesting to see if their offense can move the ball and and get some kind of leverage against that Washington defense. Yeah, and and you're right. I mean, I mean, you got Payne. Yeah, all those guys up front are are first-round draft picks, and 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 they're good football players. So, hey, Dallas is going to have to again. They're going to have to get enough out of the running game where they can run some six- and seven-man protections and get Andy Dalton out and let him let him push the ball deep. I think the weakness of the, of the Redskins is their secondary. I think you can attack their secondary, but you've got to have time to, to be able to do that, and, and, and you're going to have to protect a little bit. So What, what, makes, what makes this Sunday different than, than Monday night? They couldn't do it Monday night. Why do we think they can do it Sunday? I think working together as a group. I mean, anytime you can – you know, you, 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 Zach – played what the first quarter uh, Monday night and then went out. I mean, you've got to play together as a group. You've got to practice as a group. Do I, do I see them, you know, setting the world on fire? No, I don't. But if you can get out there and you can, you know, work as a group together, you can start stepping in tandem, you can be able to communicate a little better, you can start talking about, you know, protections and understanding protections and the things that you need to do. I guess I'm being a, a glass-half-full guy. Do, do I think they're going to go – you know, light it up? No, but I, I do think at least they can give him some protection to be able to get the ball outside to CD and and, and Amari Cooper, and and then hopefully be able to hit a few runs inside and be able to maybe do some things differently. Maybe you go at different angles. You do some things a little different than what you've shown on the film the first six weeks. Well, the Cowboys have won eight of the last nine meetings between these two teams, but uh, this, this is a much different scenario in my opinion. This is a team that, uh, man, I, it, it looks like it's unraveling from the, mm-hmm. just from this seat. And, and if they get beat Sunday, holy moly. I mean, is it totally in the ditch then? I mean, mo- you got two tires in the ditch right now, I think, but is this deal totally in the ditch if they lose Sunday and go to two and five? Well, sure it is. I mean, I'd I'd argue with you and tell you it's in the ditch right now. I mean, you got players who are, you know, saying things anonymously and and, and they're talking about the coaches. You got the coaches coming back and saying, hey, you know, the players aren't really understanding the scheme. It takes a little while to implement the scheme. So, 
now you got you know now you got yourself a tire fire in the media and and, and all the things that can go on with you know with what really surrounds the cowboys which is a you know they've got a flagship station here and they're all homers and they're all saying certain things then you got another station that's in the you know that's up there in the metroplex and they're all about stirring it up so so yeah it, 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 if they lose this football game guys and kind of their saving grace has been to say well Bad as we played, we're still in first place. We're not in first place anymore. And you lose this game, and, and, and it, it could get really ugly, and it could get really ugly fast. And the thing is, guys, we got we got 10 weeks of football to go. I mean, there's a lot of football to be played. So, boy, if, if it turns south, it, it, it could go on for a while, and I think that, that could spell a real problem for Mike McCarthy in this, you know, in this first-year staff. Just trying to get this, just trying to get this team to play better football. And if I if I heard George T. correctly, it, he, he kind of had the concept of close your pie hole and take care of your own business and quit talking. And and if you need to talk, you talk internally, not externally. And that's not happening right now. So yeah. uh, they've got problems. Yeah, and that's that. I mean, you read it exactly right. That is what he said. Hey, it's it falls on the players, and ultimately. I'm from that school as well. The players play the game. However, when you watch the film and you, you, you critique the film and you see guys continuing to make the same mistakes in week six that were made in week one, it opens your eyes and you start saying, wait a minute, are they being told what to do? Are they being coached what to do? Are they being shown during practice? Hey, if you see this, do this. If you see this, do that. If this is the look we need to see, and, and, and that's what you're hearing the players say. They're saying, hey, well, we haven't been put in these positions. We haven't been told about these certain things. We haven't, been, we haven't, we haven't made these certain adjustments. And so now, you, now, now, it's the, you know, you know, now it's the last man with the chalk mentality. Who's the last guy that's got it so you can you know, p- put your tic-tac-toe up there? And, and, and right now it, 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 it just it feels – and it smells like it's a really bad situation. And if, if you don't turn it around, guys, and you start losing in these situations, we've talked about this before, losing is just as contagious as winning. Well, and, and you bring up an interesting point I, wanna, uh, I, want, to, I want to discuss here. Uh, you, you bring up players not being told, players not being taught uh, what to do. Which brings me to let's talk about football 101, football intelligence, these guys that play junior high, the pop Warner, junior high, high school, college, how much? I mean, how much teaching needs to be done? Shouldn't they have some football one on one and 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 realize, hey, if it's this look, I ought to do this. I mean, shouldn't there be some some or do they need to be taught week in and week out? Well, I think you're you're, you're moving from a from from a four three, again one gap scheme to a three four two gap scheme. All right, and a lot of these players haven't played haven't played in that scheme, so so you are having to be you you, you didn't have you didn't have OTAs, I mean you really didn't go to training camp where you were doing any kind of hitting, and when you when you look at this team, Tom, and you don't see the guy setting the edge, whether that's the end, whether that's the Sam or the Will setting the edge, whether it's the strong or the free, or whether it's the corner coming in to set the edge on your defense. When you don't see it be done and you see a team get out leveraged, that tells me that they don't know. 
they, they, they only know one responsibility or they understand one coverage or they understand what's been called, but they're not making the adjustments off that. And, again, I'm not pertinent to all that information. I don't see the call sheets, and I certainly don't know what's being taught during the week because they don't allow anybody in out there. But I can tell you this, just looking at it on the film, it, 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 it points and reeks of coaching. And that's, that's hard for me to say because I know how hard that job is. But I, the one thing I would disagree with George on is, yes, the players play the game, but ultimately have they been taught what to do and been shown during the week exactly what is expected of them. And that, that, that's the unknown, and that's what we don't know right now. 11:27. let's uh, switch gears. Okay, Garrett, so we, we had uh, some issues with with the Raiders, right, and they've got uh, they they're no longer part of that Sunday night package. They 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 moved them to an afternoon game. Did they did they who did they slide into the Sunday night game? I haven't seen that. So uh, again, and and I'm not sure it was even a COVID situation. I think it was because they didn't uh, they were was it was it a tracing situation? I, I I was traveling yesterday, and then right. we did the football game last night, and and I failed to I meant to do it this morning to see what was going on with the with the Raider game with Tampa, uh, but now now I, I do know this that game is no longer the Sunday night game. Yeah, now you're going to have Arizona uh, and Seattle, so that should be an interesting matchup. We all watched see was able to see what Kyler Murray was able to do against the Cowboys defense, but that's going to be a different story uh, going up against Seattle, and to me. I think it's a, it's an intriguing quarterback matchup. They have similar uh, philosophies, but Russell Wilson to me is just so fun to watch. Yeah, that is a good football game. That should have been the Sunday night game all along, Arizona and Seattle. Stretch uh, in Garrett makes a great point. You got two two entertaining quarterbacks uh, with uh, Kyler Murray, and then of course uh, Russell Wilson. And boy, the way Russell Wilson's playing right now, wow. Yeah, and, and, and the way Kyler Murray can do things with his legs. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I mean I agree. Very similar styles. Very similar abilities, uh, you know, being able to keep plays alive and then get the, push the ball down the field. And both of them got, you know, you got DJ D, DK Metcalf, big time receivers mm-hmm. in in uh, in uh, Seattle, Lockett in in Seattle, and he, we know what we know what just leaving here in Arizona. We know what. Uh, D Hop and Christian Kirk can do so. It, it should make for a heck of a Sunday night matchup. All right, uh, it's eleven twenty nine here at ESPN Central Texas. When we uh, when we come back, we're going to dive into the Longhorns and the Bears. That is uh, coming up tomorrow afternoon at DKR Texas Memorial Stadium, and it's a two thirty kick. And our network coverage will begin at twelve thirty right here on the flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. It's a 34-yard kick to win the game. Only heard here. here. And hold the kicks up. It snakes inside the right up right. All season. But it's kind of like when you drive in two lanes, you pay taxes on the whole road. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Washington football team. Live from FedEx Field on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for, in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw 
www.waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out gregmayhonda.com for complete details. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now, at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. We have high school football on our family of stations tonight. Temple takes on Brian and looks to get to 2 0 in district play. Brian has only played two games so far this year. Scott Stewart on what he knows about the Vikings. Well, I mean, again, I don't know who's at a bigger disadvantage. I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly what they got. I mean, I do know this they're big and they're physical. Uh, and they play hard uh, up front on both sides of the ball. They run the ball well. Their defense is very, very stingy with their front seven. So, you know, when you only get eight quarters to look at them uh, because they've only had two games, it, it, it's tough to tell. You know, they still got a bag of tricks they can pull out. I mean, they just they, they like they, they play smash mouth football against Parker Heights. Broadcast at 7, kick at 7.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Robinson takes on China Spring. That can be heard on 1590 AM. Broadcast also starts at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 11.33, this is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, and the Bears are on the road this Saturday. Tomorrow they're going to be in Austin to take on the Texas Longhorns. And, again, we'll have it for you beginning with the uh, pregame at 1230. Kicking, uh, they'll kick it, and, and we'll have all the play-by-play action around 230. That's John, J.J., and Ricky with the call uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. All right. Again, it's to me. This is a. I can't wait to watch this game. I, I think this is an intriguing game. Uh, we don't at one and one with a new coaching staff and, and, and new schemes and new this and new that and we've been shut down for two weeks. All those things. What do we know about Baylor football right now? And I don't think we really have that answer. And I'm not sure the coaching staff knows exactly 100 percent what they have with their with their football team. 
Well, you got to, you got to, I point to a few things, guys. I go back to, to week one against Kansas. Uh, Kansas scores in the opening drive. Baylor defensively stiffens, makes the adjustments, plays a heck of a football game defensively. They return two kickoffs, punch, touchdowns, play pretty well on offense. Go to Morgantown, continue the trend defensively. I thought defensively they played really well up there. Did not play well offensively. Uh, they, they had their, you know, they've had their offensive line issues, and you saw them late in the game put the game in, you know, put the game into overtime. So I'm going to guess, and this is just a guess, that that that's what they're building on going into this game against Texas. Now Texas is, in my mind, is reeling. I mean, you've got a team that is that is divided. Uh, 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 a, a university that's divided over whether they should, shouldn't be playing the eyes of Texas. Should the players be out there? Uh, uh, should the band be playing the eyes of Texas? You've, you've got the president weighing in. You've got him saying we're going to do some sort of study and find out if, if there's any background issues with this song. Uh, you you got a coach in, in Tom Herman who is definitely on the hot seat. I mean, they are – that that this could be a this could be his swan song even in a pandemic situation where that that athletic department is getting hammered from a money perspective they could get hammered more if he doesn't do something to save this season and then you got a team who came off a a devastating what I felt like was overtime loss to Oklahoma so you know right now it's it's there for the taking if Baylor can go in and continue to play good defensively and and keep Charlie upright and 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 let the, you know let him push the ball down the field and make those make those big plays it almost sounds eerily the same as as what's going on with the Cowboys offensively you mentioned some of those uh, issues with uh, the Texas Longhorns how much of that is in the locker room do you and i'm asking you to guess or speculate you don't know i mean you're not in the locker room i get that but how much is, is some of that, you know, is, is the left tackle worried about Tom Herman's job? Is the, is the right guard worried about the eyes of Texas? How much of that stuff is, is in the locker room as they prepare to play Baylor? Well, I mean, all we, all we can go on, Tom is, and, and Garrett is what we read and what we hear. And, you know, we have Kirk Bowles on and kind of the things that he tells us. And, and, and that really is it. I mean, you can put your finger on the pulse of what's going on there and then try to make your best guesstimate. But er everything that I'm reading and everything that I'm seeing and the people that I'm talking to are saying that it's very divided. And and always before, you know, Tom Herman, when he was at U of H and, you know, when he he was coaching down there, you know, he was able to kind of bring those teams together, even though he didn't recruit those players. Those players were recruited by Tony Levine, the previous coach there. He was able to get them all – uh, playing together, and 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 even with the situation they had with Ed Oliver down there, and uh, all that's well chronicled. He he was able to keep it, you know, keep them going the right direction. Right now, I, I don't see that at the University of Texas. I don't see it by the product that they put on the field, and I certainly don't see it with what I read and 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 what I hear o- over the controversy of the eyes of Texas. Well, and both of these teams have uh, have intriguing matchups the following week. Baylor will play will play TCU, which is always a fun one for the mm-hmm. Bears and the Frogs. And 
man, Texas, <laughs> Texas hits the road and they head to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. So uh, if they drop a game to the Bears on Saturday, Texas could be steering three in a row. So yeah, it's it's an interesting point. And and again, I, I'm I'm honestly more interested in seeing what what Baylor looks like on, on Saturday and what. In, in how they play, particularly after sitting out for the two weeks. I mean, we talk about it all the time. The starting and the stopping has got to be – I mean, that's just got to be – drive you nuts. And, and, and so, it's got to be challenging on your – I mean, on how you're coordinated and, and, and able to uh, – especially offensively, guys. And, and I think, you know, and, and this is because I'm – you know, this is my offensive background speaking here, but there's so much timing involved in it. There's so many things that you have to do from an offensive – practicing from an offensive standpoint. Defensively, hey, it's about getting in a gap, getting in there and arriving with intense, you know, bad intentions. And we've always heard the term, you're either the hammer or the nail. And so when you're on defense, you always, you always want to be the hammer, so on and so forth. But I, I think offensively is, is, is where your challenges are when you, you know, when you talk about taking – you know, significant time off, which, I mean, obviously when you push back like that, you have to take time off. And I don't care how much time you meet and do all those things. Ultimately, it's about practicing. It's about, you know, your wide receiver splits. It's about your line steps. It's about all those things that go along with only being able to do it on the practice field. We got a great text here from TJ on the CNC Collision Center text line. He said, let me go ahead and call the game, the game plan for Texas. Run it four times, abandon the run, Sam runs for his life, gets hit 400 times. Baylor wins by 10. The eyes of Texas plays loudly on the PA system, and I'm a Horns fan. <laughs> I love it. There, there's a little dissension going I on. I love it. See what I mean? I mean, that's funny. I mean, and, 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 and if that happens, there'll be a bunch of them with orange blood that, that'll be drinking till the world looks flat. I can promise oh. you that. Oh, there you go. So it's Baylor and Texas, and that is tomorrow at uh, 2.30 from uh, from Austin. So there you go. Hey, uh, Garrett, the, the Army-Navy game. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a second about Army-Navy. Now you're saying, hang on, the Army-Navy's not on the schedule for tomorrow. But, uh, it, no, it's, it's December like it always is. But interesting note on the Army-Navy football game. Yeah, so for the first time since World War II, this game's going to be played on campus in West Point which is kind of fitting for, you know, the, the circumstances this year. But this is in part to restrictions on the total number of people allowed outside in the state of Pennsylvania. And due to those uh, restrictions right now, the Brigade of Midshipmen Corps, Corps of Cadets would not be able to fit in there. So they're going to move the game upstate so all of the cadets will have an opportunity to attend and, you know, and, and you talk about it. It's the pageantry of that game, and that's part of yeah, it. Yeah, who in the hell cares who wins that football game? I, you know, it's about – that game's about the pageantry. And, and honestly, uh, a tip of the hat from, from America to our, our servicemen and women, in my opinion. I mean, and, and that's what I love about that game. And I hate that it's not a veterans, uh, you know, the vet. But if they got to do it, they got to – but it to, to me, that's that – that game just screams, uh, screams American college football, and I love that game. But you got to no, pull for and, somebody. And I tell you no. what, guys, I do too. And I'm sorry, Garrett, but I I know one thing. If you've ever been to West Point, I mean, it is it is a magnificent campus. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but I mean, it sits right on that Hudson River. You go up there where they, you know, where they put that chain across there to keep those boats from going. It is a really really cool place and then you go into the chapel 
there at Army, and and everybody, all the generals, are when they become general after they graduate from there, they they put a piece of stained glass back in their chapel, and you can go through there and see that it really, really is a cool place. So if you have to move it somewhere out of Philadelphia, obviously that's a, that's a great place to move. You know, you know, having it having it on Army's home campus at West Point is it's a fantastic setting. So stretch. Okay, Tom said he he doesn't care. He doesn't have a dog in the fight when that game's played. Do you, is there a, a one you pull for? For whatever reason, I've always gone for Navy. And if you if you're out there, you want to hit us up. Who do you pull for in that game on the CNC Collision Center text line? Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever really you know really pulled a, a, a one way or the other. I I, I always like. I I just I, I like looking at the cadets. I like seeing them march in. I I, mm-hmm. I, I like the that, like you guys were saying. I mean the pageantry of that and the passion uh, of of that week and knowing the history of that storied rivalry and going back through you know all the players who have played there and then you know thinking about Staubach and 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 all of those guys. So it really is. It's a cool. It, it, it really it's a cool place. But do I do I do I find myself pulling out my game day hat and wearing it that day no i don't well that, we got a text here from tim he says easy now as a navy as a navy vet he doesn't care who wins that game so i mean that's somebody with inside perspective i mean and it. again I, I love the game and the other thing about that football game is it's going to be hard nose football it mm-hmm. is going to be in the trenches and it's that kind of stuff hey they're going to be in the wishbone and, and they're going to run the football you're not going to see 10 stinking forward passes the entire football game between the two teams it's about getting after each other and then you know the throwing of the hat and all that stuff uh, it's just that's that game, man. That is that football game. We got another text here for the 254. This was funny. You always got to poke. These two schools always got to poke at each other. So my Aggies bandwagon room has room for all you Longhorn fans who want to join. <laughs> and you might not play each other, but it's not going anywhere. Got to oh, love that. That's pretty good. I like that. And you can join us on the CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. It's 11.45, before noon. We've got more of game time coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. Coach Dave Aranda meets up with his former roommate Tom Herman this Saturday as the Bears travel to Austin to take on the Longhorns. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Texas, this Saturday from Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows direct for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 that's 254-301-7760 i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct 
Citizens State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Barnett Contracting supports the administration, faculty, and staff, and students of Midway Independent School District and is proud to say they worked hand-in-hand -hand with the school district on several projects. Founded in 1969 by Bob Barnett, Barnett Contracting offers a standard of quality to the construction industry in Texas. They always strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Wishing head coach Jeff Hume, his coaching staff, and the Panthers all the best. Barnett Contracting, 7703 Bagby Avenue in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month. Right now, at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. We have high school football in our family of stations tonight. Temple takes on Brian and looks to get to 2 0 in district play. Brian has only played two games so far this year. Scott Stewart on what he knows about the Vikings. Well, I mean, again, I don't know who's at a bigger disadvantage. I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly what they got. I mean, I do know this they're big and they're physical. Uh, and they play hard uh, up front on both sides of the ball. They run the ball well. Their defense is very, very stingy with their front seven. So, you know, when you only get eight quarters to look at them uh, because they've only had two games, it, it, it's tough to tell. You know, they still got a bag of tricks they can pull out. I mean, they just, they, they like, they, they play smash mouth football against Parker Heights. Broadcast at 7, kick at 7.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Robinson takes on China Spring. That can be heard on 1590 AM. Broadcast also starts at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 1149, this is game time, and uh, we are in the uh, waning moments of this Friday edition. I'll be back with you this afternoon at 3 o'clock along with Stephen Simcox, so uh, look forward to that. Q and Ward and... And Stephen coming up at at uh, noon today with unnecessary roughness. So uh, that's that's kind of the lineup. And then of course uh, tonight at eleven o'clock, the Friday night high school football scoreboard show for you. Uh, we've got some more news and notes on our CNC Collision Center text line, Garrett. Yeah, so the, we got one here from the two five four four zero five. He said he's a Navy veteran, so he always pulls for Navy. Well, thank you for your service, and we appreciate you listening and your input. Uh, another one here from TJ. Hell must freeze over before I consider being an Aggie or before I consider an Aggie as an equal. Oh, that's always <laughs> great there. I love that, man. I, I just wish they would play each other. And then you got another one here from the Aggie perspective. Dream game. Aggies, the shorthorns. Losers, loser coach gets fired. Bye-bye, Herman. Wow. <laughs> Stretch, why don't they play? I mean, and I understand that there's sometimes there were scheduling conflicts, obviously, with, uh, with uh, A&M moving over to the SEC. But you're at a point now. Uh, why and they play in other sports? Why don't they play a non-conference game in football? I have no idea. I, I really don't. I don't know why they would 
why they would not explore that option. That's it. It that, that used to be one of the best rivalries in college football, and obviously Thanksgiving you know, night. You know, yeah, growing up in the state of Texas. I mean, I, you know, my dad was a military guy, but I spent m- most of my time in the state of Texas. So not knowing, I, I, I don't have any idea why that wouldn't. You know, why they wouldn't make that a priority and. Quite frankly, why doesn't the governor step in and get it done? He's a UT alum. Go, go, go push it through and get it done. I'd like to see it. I mean, I know that they play in other sports, uh, mm-hmm. and, and it's always fun. They play a midweek game or uh, in baseball all the time, the Aggies and, uh, and the Longhorns do, and they'll play a Tuesday or Wednesday night baseball game, and they're hanging from the Raptors because it's A&M versus Texas. Why wouldn't you play that game? And uh, quite frankly, I like to see Baylor play A&M in football. Uh, th- that used to be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, the Battle of the Brasses. Renew that bad boy. Let's go. Uh, you know, let's – and I'm sure there's some reasons. I'm sure that, you know, that there's there's things that uh, that I don't understand in in the scheduling process. And I know that a lot of these, these non-conference games – uh, Glenn have been have been scheduled sometimes seven, eight, nine, ten years out. I mean, it. I remember when Baylor played uh, Notre Dame; they put that thing on the schedule a long time out, uh, you know, and it just sat on the board until till they went and did it. But uh, it, and I get that you're scheduling your non you're not scheduling your non conference games for mm. next season. I, but at some point, uh, wouldn't 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 those rivalry games, those games between Baylor and A and M and in Texas and A and M, wouldn't those wouldn't those be intriguing to everybody in the Lone Star State? Well, and and quite frankly, everybody in the country and everybody in the TV business. I mean, that yep. to me, with 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 the with the financial situation and the hardships that everybody's going through right now, uh, you know what? Step up one of these TV networks, and why don't you make it worth their while and say, you know what? We're going to have this football game, and we're going to pay to have this football game. I guarantee you that would move the needle one way or the other. <laughs> Got another one here it's from the 254-297. TJ is correct. The Longhorn will never be equal. Look back at all their trash coaches. Wow. Now we're getting personal. <laughs> Holy this is so moly. Wow, we're getting personal. Anyway, that's the uh, CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. It's 11.53, seven away from – from noon and again uh, unnecessary roughness coming up at the top of the hour uh big weekend plans there stretch i mean uh you uh you going to a ball game tonight yeah i'm gonna go tonight uh, i'm gonna go up and see uh all saints is playing parish so it should be a should be a good matchup but i tell you what guys i'm gonna be keeping an eye on this big 10 matchup tonight which mm-hmm. I, I i hate that they're playing a big 10 game and opening a big 10 season on on friday night but i'm, I'm gonna be interested to see this illinois at wisconsin game you know wisconsin's Comes in as a top fifteen ranked team, so we'll see. We'll see how they play tonight against Illinois. I'm looking forward to that game as well. I know the director of um, high school relations up, up there, Ashton Washington. Uh, she's at Illinois, and then Lovey Smith, and I just think this is going to be a really fun matchup. Well, and that will be tonight. And I'm like you guys. I, I'm just not a big fan of college football on Friday night. I think that should be reserved for uh, for the high schools. But uh, when when they when they wave the dollars. You move the games, and, and that's just kind of where we are right now. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, again, uh, Stephen and I will be back at 3. Unnecessary Roughness is coming your way next. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week right here on ESPN Central Texas.